The following paid program is pre recorded and sponsored by Take Point Wealth Management on the nature coast of Florida. Take Point on Retirement, a well-rounded show from a well-rounded team leading you into retirement. Listen for an hour of simple retirement advice from your friends at Take Point Wealth Management. And look at there, you're with us, pre-recorded program brought to you by your friends at Take Point Wealth Management. It is called Take Point on Retirement. Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner in the studio, CPA Randy Woodruff, part of that team that want to take point on your retirement personally. Give them a chance. Give them a try. Of course, safe, secure investments. That's what we're talking about this morning. They have that financial analysis, evaluation, consultation. It's all through Take Point Wealth Management. Their phone number, once again, 352-616-0511. And yes, they are still giving out that free book, Stress-Free Retirement. You got to ask for it, though. In the studio with us once again, Eric Arnett and Randy Woodruff. So once again, folks, powerhouse here of information for you, a wealth of knowledge and experience at your fingertips. And OJW often reminds you to pick up that phone, go to your computer or right on your phone and just Google us. All that information is there to get a hold of us and contact us. And when you're talking about folks' retirement, folks' health care, taxation, Social Security, all that stuff, you never run out of stuff to talk about. Getting into issues with Medicare, the Affordable Care Act, and how that impacts folks. And basically, it's based on income. The majority of folks that I sit down with and the majority of folks that even call into the show and ask questions is how am I going to afford health care? I have to retire or I, I want to retire. Um, I'm 61, 62, maybe 60. And I think I've still got five more years until I can get to Medicare. And so that's always a big challenge, but we can overcome that challenge and and we have the ability to do that and it's just with proper planning we can get strategic and bridge that gap and find ways to provide income in order to meet that need to kind of give you a sigh of relief for that period of time and then it's never too early to start getting educated in some of the pitfalls and things that we need to look out for most of us want to retire sometime in our 60s or close to and one thing that I think that we do really well as a group and because we've been around so long is to help folks avoid making the common mistakes that we see all the time. And I don't care who you are and how solid you think your plan is. It's probably not a bad idea to have us take a look and see to make sure it's bulletproof. Nine times out of 10, we're going to find some problems or some issues that we can help you out on. And there's a lot of mistakes that people have made in the past. And that's what we do in our practice is just try to help folks avoid those mistakes. So I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the most common mistakes that we see. Also get into some taxation issues. One of the major things that we see that kind of jump out at me, and the number one thing is most folks don't have a plan. We are offering you you, if you call in or get a hold of us, which has a considerable value, we'll call it the Take Point Blueprint on Retirement. You're going to get professionals looking at your plan, building out a plan for you that's going to make it solid and bulletproof. Number one, that's the first thing I see is most folks are working hard, working hard. All of a sudden, retirement sneaks up on them. Or hey, let's talk about COVID. COVID sneaks up on them, and boom, they're kind of forced into uh, an early retirement. All of a sudden, sitting there like, uh, I don't really have a plan. I'm not sure what to do. That's why where we get juiced up and excited is where we can step in and 
change people's lives. A lot of things that we're seeing, one is folks just don't really understand their taxes. And that's completely understandable because the tax code is so complicated. But now more than ever in retirement or getting close to retirement, you have to really hone in on that and pay attention. There's so many rules and rules are constantly changing, RMDs and whatnot. I can't tell you how many times every day I get questions. What is a rollover? Can I roll over this money? Can I set up a Roth? And what does that mean? And how can I save taxes in retirement? Let's keep things in perspective right now, folks. There is a change in administration. There is a significant increase in taxes. Now, I don't say that to scare anybody. And we've had high taxes in the past. But if we could do some planning with Randy and myself, sit down and really do some planning to help avoid taxation, that's the number one silent killer of a retirement, taxes and fees. I've seen it a hundred times where we've sat down and, okay, we just saved you $10,000 in taxes this year. Whoa, how did you, oh my gosh, you know, how did you do that? It's just really paying attention to the details because things change quite a bit for you folks in retirement. So we really have to focus on that. Tax lost harvesting, right, Randy? Right now, if any time is probably best, get in and see us and have us do a free tax analysis and do some tax loss harvesting. Capital gains taxes are definitely targeted for an increase. The dot-com bubble in 9-11, a lot of tax legislation got passed and they dropped capital gains rates down as low as 10%, depending on what your income was. So your income had to be below a certain level to get that low capital gains rate. If we have some tax increases in the future, it's going to drastically affect folks' retirement. As I talk to clients, when we're, we're doing tax planning, you're talking to a client about a transaction. You're trying to project into the future what the tax liability is going to be down the road. I keep telling my clients, hey, in the last 20 years, we've seen major tax legislation changes. Probably going to see just as much, if not more, in, into the future. One thing I do tell my clients, though, right now we're 20-something trillion dollars in debt. And constantly, every year, we're spending more than we're making. Pre-COVID, we were still spending more than we're making every Every year at the national level. So there's going to have to be some level of tax increase and probably some level of benefit entitlement programs being cut just to keep on the pace that we're at and to maintain some kind of, I'll say, um, solvency. It's not going to happen overnight, but over time, we're going to see tax rates creep up a little bit. We're going to see, since we're, talk, we're talking about Medicare and Social Security, those programs are going to have to have some kind of change up over the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years to remain solvent as well. So to your point about tax harvesting, some, some losses to offset some gains or maybe go ahead and take some gains. And the Democrats, I'm not trying to get political, but I think it's pretty much an established fact they want to raise taxes, especially on the, on the wealthy and, and what's wealthy. I think wealthy is is different for different people, but one measurement of that is if you have assets invested in the market and you're making gains on passive income, that's an easier way to tax somebody than going out and working every day and making the wage or making a salary. And this is a prediction on my part, so it's not fact, but I think in the future, if Congress is looking where they're going to raise taxes, it's going to be easier to raise taxes on people that might have income from investments as opposed to folks going out working every day. Regardless, we don't know what's going to happen in the future where these politicians are going to point us from a tax perspective, it's good to constantly be managing that and all of your other financial needs. Well, one thing that I see is the most common problem and the most common fear is just that not understanding your taxes in retirement. I see a ton of folks out there, God bless them, you know, they're like, hey, I'm going to do my own taxes on TurboTax. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but some kind of generic walk-in, drop your taxes off type places, big firms, and they may have a tax agent that really just started in the business and doesn't have 35 
25 or 30 years experience like you looking at their returns. And uh, that worries me the most because folks just don't truly understand their taxes, especially in retirement. I can think of one example that keeps me up at night all the time is we had a recent situation with a client that we're working with. This happens all the time because the majority of us all have our money tied up in a retirement plan, 401k and IRA Mm -hmm. or something like that. And conventional wisdom has told us over the years, you know, pump that money in there, pump that money in there, pump that money in there. And that's the only vehicle for retirement. Then all of a sudden you find yourself age 75, 80 years old. We were just working with a gentleman recently. He had all of his money just basically kind of for years sitting in like money market and low paying treasuries and things like that. And the interest that he was making on the account wasn't keeping up with the distributions. And so he was just draining his retirement account over time. And because he was in a high tax bracket, he's paying an exorbitant amount in taxes on those withdrawals. With some prior planning in his 60s, we could have done Roth conversion. One of the biggest mistakes is just because you're in your 60s or 70s and doesn't mean sell all your stocks and go all, you know, real safe monies because right now treasuries are historically low. So think about this. This is not going to change, folks. Let's just even do a little bit of foreshadowing and maybe some predictions into the future. Let's just even go out two years from now. All of a sudden, we have a higher tax rates across the board. But guess what? Interest rates aren't going up. Interest rates are probably going down or going to get lower. So we're looking at interest rates maybe going to like zero. So you're not going to be making any interest, but at the same time, you're going to be paying a high tax. That is a double whammy mm-hmm. that is going to mm-hmm. wipe you out quickly. And so this is where I, if we can get in front of folks now mm-hmm. to avoid that, head that off at the pass, we have some fantastic strategies to be able to do that. I think that that's just the number one problem I see right now that keeps me up at night. And I just hope that folks will call in and take advantage of what we're offering. Yeah, 10-4. And we'll take a look at that a little further when we return. But we got to take a quick break here. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams that refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisor. Okay, welcome back, folks. We want to dive right into this next segment of Take Point on Retirement brought to you by your friends, my friends, and yours at Take Point Wealth Management. In the studio, we've got a well-rounded team of professionals here to Take Point on your retirement. Lead advisor, retirement planner, Eric Arnett, and of course, Randy Woodruff working together to make sure that you have a stress-free retirement. Speaking of which, they have a free book they want to put in your hands called Stress-Free Retirement. Contact Take Point Wealth Management email info, I-N-F-O, at takepointonretirement.com. You can always Google TakePoint Wealth, and that'll bring you right to takepointwealth.com. Of course, they're here with a wealth of information about your wealth management. So I'm going to turn it back over to Eric Arnett. Thanks, JW. So last segment, we were really getting into taxation and retirement. And I just think that we need to continue with that and really hammer home some points. Of course, Medicare, number one issue that we always see is people have concerns about taxes and concerns about Medicare and health insurance. So I just think we stay on point there. Tax planning is always important, really, no matter what age you are, but it's even more critical in retirement. So let's just talk about some of the things that we see. Randy, you brought up an interesting scenario in your travels. Pick up on where we left off about interest rates and how hard it is to earn safe income these days and how I don't really see interest rates going back up. So I think this is going to continue to be a challenge that retirees face. Where do I put my money that I can safely invest it and still earn some income on it? So that's a real challenge for folks. And you had an interesting story in your travels there I think is important. What I found out was is that in Europe, there's almost a negative 
negative interest over there or basically zero interest. So to our point earlier about interest rates being low and staying low, I think that's going to be the case for a while. So as our clients look and plan for retirement, I'm not suggesting they chase rate or chase returns, but we definitely want to want to keep that in the back of our mind that rates are going to be low for a while. And so if you're going to leave your money in a money market or a CD, it's probably not going to be the best alternative for you. You'll have to look at other options to get the return that you are looking for to enjoy a good retirement. And there are a lot of options out there. We've talked on our prior shows about annuities and different mm-hmm. things. And so I think that people need to be open to not just the traditional the CD or money market and let it sit and draw the interest to get return, you're going to have to look for other options. Yeah, absolutely. Traditionally, we've been faced with, okay, let's build a portfolio for retirement. And our only options have been, you know, have a good mix of stocks and bonds. But right now with bond rates so, so low, interest rate risk, if you don't know what that is, give me a call and I'll explain it to you. (laughs) There is a great deal of interest rate risk right now. For sure. There's a lot of risk facing folks that are looking to maybe be more conservative and it's it's very difficult to do, but there are some really great investment strategies and platforms out there now that can offer kind of a hybrid, but also give you the safety that you need, but increase some of that dividend and interest. So the most important thing, right, that people are concerned about is running out of income. That's all we do every day is manage folks' need for income and coming up with strategies to provide that income. Once we start drawing that income, making sure that the right tax strategy to to avoid as many taxes as possible. So one of the things that I think folks are missing and that really need our help with is managing tax brackets in retirement. And when I talk to folks, they don't really truly understand that. And once you turn on your social security, that's a big, big factor on how your social security is going to be taxed. Why is it important to work with an advisor or a CPA to manage that income and to make sure that we're, in a sense, maybe taking advantage of being in that lower bracket and being able to pull more income or maybe coming up with a strategy that would eliminate us from jumping up into a new tax bracket? We've talked about that in prior shows, avoiding kind of moving into those tax brackets. How do you avoid that? Great question. And you know, one of the things that I don't think people are familiar with is there are seven tax brackets. I get this question a lot or as we're doing planning and we have to navigate through this, but right now there's seven tax brackets. The lowest one right now is 10, the next one's 12, the next one's 22, 24. I want to say I think the next one's 32 and then 35 and 37, I think is, is, is how they go. So let's just give you an example. Let's say you have a, a couple, they're married, taxable income is going to be, let's say $120,000. Combination mm-hmm. of they have taxable social security, RMDs, annuity withdrawals, maybe some other other income, interest income, maybe they have part-time jobs or retirement just to have something to do. So they have $120,000 of taxable income. Part of that is going to be taxed at 10, part is going to be taxed at 12, and Mm -hmm. part is going to be taxed at 22. So all of your income isn't taxed at 22. You still get the benefit of those lower tax brackets. Gotcha. So as your income continues to climb, let's say say the following year that couple makes 160. Maybe they pull some additional money out, out of one of their IRAs or whatever, and that may push them up to where part of their income is taxed at the 24% bracket. No matter what your income is, you always get the benefit of the 10%. If you're, you know, if you're making 150 grand, part is taxed at 10, part at 12, part at 22, and part maybe at 24, depending on what, what the thresholds are. So that's important for people to understand. A higher income, especially the big jump is from 12 to 22%. So if you're on that threshold, without taking a big distribution out of an IRA to go on vacation, maybe to put make a down payment on a house or give a gift to a family member. If you're right on the cusp and you 
take that fifteen, twenty, forty, fifty thousand dollar one time IRA distribution for some special purchase, it really gets hammered hard in taxes. So that's mm-hmm. it's important to realize where you're at in the tax brackets, where your taxable income is at, and how close you are to going over into one of the other brackets. And maybe you can manage to stay in the lower bracket. Maybe if you're towards the end of the year and you want to take some money out for a big purchase and you're five or ten thousand away from that bracket, maybe take part this year and part the next year, depending on, on how close you are, what the amount you want to take out is to not have part of that income tax at a higher bracket. Even talk to our clients about maybe paying their real estate taxes two years in one year. So will double up on your property taxes, maybe even bunch up your charitable contributions. Maybe you go real heavy in one year like the next year and go heavy in the same year that you that you double up on your real estate taxes so you can itemize, get you over that threshold because you're going to spend the money anyhow. So you might as well get a deduction for it and try to time it. They changed the law. If you reach the age of 72 now is when you're required to start taking money from your IRA or your 401ks or your retirement accounts. If you already do tithe or you do have some charitable inclinations, then we have redirected folks to say, okay, instead of just writing that check out of your bank account, we see this year that you have, as an example, a $5,000 RMD that you're required to take out. And heck, that RMD is going to bump you up in a higher tax bracket. So why don't you send that money directly to the charity? None of that money is taxable. Plus, it doesn't elevate all your other money into the higher tax bracket. This is just an easy little tool. Maybe you haven't been contributing to a charity, but hey, it may make sense for you to do that now, this year or next year. And why not, right? I'd rather have a portion of my money going to a charity than have it go to Full. the IRS. Because yeah, if you're not itemizing and you're giving away, let's say, $15,000 a year away to charities, that $15,000 is going into your income, you're getting the standard deduction regardless. So you really aren't getting any tax benefit in making that charitable contribution. So to your point, you could take that $15,000, send it right to the charity, not have it come into your income calculation at all. So you really are in a sense getting a tax deduction for making that charitable contribution by giving it directly to the charity. So let's say you want to make a $15,000 charitable contribution and you don't run it through your income. It's also not entered into the calculation for potentially taxing your social security benefits. Boom. I think we just uncovered exciting stuff. Let's break it down. I mean, this really isn't complicated for folks. If you're listening out there. It's not complicated. Come in, make an appointment, get a hold of us. Some laid back guys here. We're just going to sit down with you and it's fun to save people money like that. That gives me, I just got some goosebumps. Yeah. We don't want to talk back to the whole conversation of tax rate, saving taxes. Face it, we all in America, nobody likes paying taxes. We got to pay a dollar. We despise it, but we're not happy about it. The more we, more we pay, the more we begrudge. Got clients come into my office. You know, I, I need to spend some money to, to, to save money in taxes. My last CPA told me I had to buy a new truck every year or, you know, buy a bunch of new equipment every year to save taxes. I'm like, well, yes, that's something that should be our first go-to. What can we spend money on to save money in taxes? But do we really need to buy those? If you have new equipment, you have new technology, and all you're doing is, is trying to spend money to save money in taxes, keep in mind the top tax bracket is 37%. So for every dollar that you spend on with, with if you have a business with, with vendors or you're making charitable contributions, if you're an individual, for every dollar that you spend with a vendor, with a charity, the most you're going to save is 37 cents on the dollar. You're going to give that vendor or charity a buck and the most the government's going to give you back is 37 cents. That's if you're in the top tax bracket. And to be in that bracket, you, if you're married, filing joint, it's, it's $600,000 in, in taxable income. Not an advocate of paying more taxes than you have to, of course. At the same time, that's why we're talking about planning. It's not just trying to lower your taxes. It's also about lowering your taxes at the same, at the same time, building equity, building your personal balance sheet, building your net worth. And if you're constantly buying new stuff that you don't really need, you're basically, yeah, you're, you're saving money in taxes, but you're throwing away a lot more equity than what you're gaining in tax savings. It's got to be a balance here again, but 
be clear, I'm not an advocate of paying more taxes than you have to. An advocate of trying to spend the money wisely to save money in taxes. But there comes a point in time when, I hate to say it, but you just got to pay the tax because you really don't need, need to spend the money. Number one, just to put it out there, we can accommodate anybody, anyhow, anyway. So if you have an email and a computer, phone, we got you covered. Real simple process, fill out a couple of forms, have a short discussion, 15-minute chat, and we can get going on solving and, and, and bringing some ideas and some solutions to the table. I've been in the business over 20-something years, and I think what happens, listen, there's a lot of great advisors out there, a lot of great people out there. I think sometimes the communication breaks down. You get real comfortable with your advisor you know them, you trust them, you like that relationship. It's just like in a marriage, you know, sometimes all of a sudden you find yourself in a divorce and you're like, well, how did that happen? We weren't communicating along the line and all of a sudden some problem reared itself that we didn't address a long, long time ago. You've got to be communicating with our clients. We are reviewing things quarterly if we have to. I love bringing new ideas to the table. That's what Randy and I do with our clients every quarter, every year where we've got to sit down with our clients. It's about bringing new ideas, seeing what's change in their lives, applying all the changes that we've seen out there with the rules and the laws and applying that to our plan. If you come in and sit down with us, no one's going to try to sell you or say, hey, you know, come into our firm. It's going to be completely laid back, objective. Let's see if we can find some issues that we could improve on. You may be able to stay at your advisor. That's fine. As long as we're finding a way, we might earn you a tax business. I don't know. So if you were taking your RMDs already prior to the law change, because they changed it to age 72 now, you have to stay on that RMD schedule. There's a caveat to that. Okay. Because of the coronavirus and the additional new uh, break that they gave out, I think it's called the CARES Act, uh, they were allowed to forego an RMD. What I would do is I would go and talk to a few advisors, see what they have to say and see who you're most comfortable with. This year, if any year, it makes sense to get some advice, right? Everybody is pushing in the 401k arena these target date funds. You know, it's basically a mutual fund of mutual funds that adjust as you age and it'll reduce stock exposure and add bonds. I personally think they are horrible. Okay. Mm -hmm. Probably don't have time to go into them, but the biggest reason why I don't think those are good is because think about this for a second. If you're 55, 60 mm -hmm. years old and that target date fund is automatically now adjusting you into bonds and selling your stocks. We've already talked about that in the show today. Bad place to okay. Be. So target date funds uh, make it easy for folks because they're just, it's just a simple kind of solution. But I think now more than ever, because we've alluded to this on other shows, all rising tires are not floating ships. So like, for instance, in the S&P 500, if you didn't have technology stocks, you, you didn't do anything. So uh, if you're heavily weighted in bonds and interest rates go up, you're not getting any interest and you could potentially lose some principal there. Yeah. So I think now more than ever, you've got to have got to have active portfolio management. I agree. Okay. You've got to have somebody constantly looking at adjusting it, moving with, moving with the interest rates, moving with volatility, all that kind of stuff. I think people deserve more than just, hey, a target date fund. You deserve more than that, folks. And yes, I'm going to be perfectly upfront with you. You may pay a fee for that actively managed service. Tiny, tiny, tiny bit more expensive than just staying in a target date fund. I've always said this, how much do fees really matter? If, for instance, your portfolio was down 20% and a managed portfolio might be down 10%. Let's just say you had $500,000. 
what's 10% of $50,000 mm-hmm. that you just lost? Well, what if you are paying a 1% fee versus a 50 basis point fee in a target day fund? Same I think thing. you more than earned oh, yeah. and Absolutely. saved your fee. So don't get so caught up on fees. If they're not exorbitant, You know, stay in that 1% range. I've always looked at it and said, look, yes, if you stay in your 401k plan and you stay in those mutual funds, your fees are low. I get that. But what is it really, truly costing you long-term? And there's something we've all heard over the years that you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, we'll be back right after this. Be smart. Call TakePoint Wealth today, 352-616-0511 or TakePointWealth.com to learn more. And there we go. We've got it started. It's going. And now we appreciate you along with us on this morning. It is a pre-recorded program brought to you by the fine folks at TakePoint Wealth Management. One full hour, chuck full of the information you're going to need for a stress-free retirement. TakePoint Wealth Management based here locally on the Nature Coast here to serve the residents. That's the team of TakePoint Wealth management, building a sound portfolio through strong relationships. Those relationships start right here. They are the well-rounded team of professionals, lead advisor, retirement planner, Eric Arnett. Oh, wow. Thanks, JW. Great to be here this morning. Gosh, still lots to talk about, right? As you folks out there are listening, it's uh, time to take point on your retirement. Absolutely. More than ever going forward, just because of some of the market conditions and things that we're looking at, paying close attention to, you really can't fall asleep at the wheel right now. More than ever, you've got to get in, come in and see us. I challenge everybody out there to expand your mind sit down with us and get a free education on everything that's important to you in retirement. The uncertainty that we have going forward, I think that things are definitely going to level out. I think there's been a lot of anxiety, personal anxiety, a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. But regardless, as we've talked on this show time and time again, taxes are going to go up. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to go up. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that can, that can have an impact on the market. So I think it's important to your point that people need to spend more time yeah. reading, educating yourself yeah. about the market, about the economy. All of us need to get more involved in our own personal finance. Just that 10, 15, 20 minute chat we have tends to be almost invaluable for a lot of folks to get refocused. Maybe there's some aspect of your retirement planning that you're not uh, focused on right now. You may be focused on something else. Meanwhile, something's occurring in the back door over here that you need to really pay attention to. So we've talked about this before in the show is that we like to put a complete circle of risk management around our clients from every aspect. We take a look at the risks that could be facing you going forward. And that's paying close attention to multiple disciplines in your retirement planning. One interesting thing that I want to point out to folks that I think is really important to pay attention to and why we always stress seeing us and getting a portfolio analysis is so important. And folks, I see this 95% of the time. So I'm guessing that if you're sitting out there and you're holding a portfolio, you probably have the same thing. Just by the mechanics of the market this year, your large cap growth stocks, your S&P 500, your large cap growth stocks have for the first time in a nation's history, drastically outperformed all other stocks, value stocks, small cap, mid cap value. So value versus growth is going to be the big theme this year. So when you have growth stocks that have just gone through the roof and value has lagged, what's going to happen, folks? Okay, when growth stocks start to get overvalued, there's going to be a massive rotation into value stocks, which is our cyclical stocks. And what Mm -hmm. does that mean? Cyclical stocks are going to move in tandem with the economy. So if the economy is improving, 
moving value stocks are going to improve. Your larger value type companies are going to get a lot of attention this year, and you're going to see a lot of money rolling out of growth stocks going into value stocks. So that's why we've always talked about, we can never predict when this is particularly going to happen, but that's why you have to have a broadly diversified portfolio. Off the show, candidly, you and I have talked about Dave Ramsey and his mm -hmm. theory. Well, I kind of like his theory in a sense, to some standpoint, he says straight up, you know, have growth mutual funds, have growth and income mutual funds, which are value income funds, have some international, have some small cap, things like that. Folks, I'm going to guess that just by the mechanics of the market, because your growth stocks and your growth portfolio and your growth mutual funds have grown so much this year, you're heavily overweighted in growth and it's time to trim that, mm -hmm. in my opinion. You know, I've been doing this 22 years and I always show people, I have this chart I call the rainbow chart. The rainbow chart is a multicolored chart of every asset class that exists out there. And in any given year, those asset classes are performing very differently. Some years growth is the winner, some years value is the winner, some mm -hmm. years international is the winner. And so you can't be overweighted in growth or you're gonna really underperform this year. So more than ever, when the market's just kind of going straight up and we're having this huge surge in growth stocks, candidly, it was really because the COVID effect. Exactly. You've got to rebalance. And that's why at Take Point Wealth Management, we have active management portfolios. We're constantly rebalancing. We're well diversified. We are going to make shifts in your portfolio to take advantage of potential volatility measures that we see coming forward. So you have to have someone actively managing your portfolio. More than ever, I don't think the buy and hold is the best strategy right now going forward in this environment. Definitely not. Higher interest rates potentially, potentially a weaker US dollar because of the interest rate increases and because of inflation. Be very careful with bonds, folks. If you're holding a lot of bonds in your portfolio, we've got to take a look at how much your portfolio is weighted to bonds because in periods of higher interest rates, weaker U.S. dollars, your bonds will suffer. We've got to take a look at that as well. Let's take a pause for station identification. You're listening to 99.9 FM WXJB Homosassa. Good positive things happening, 100%. People, let's still have full faith in, in America, okay, in the financial system. The markets will be supported financially. Financially, trust me. It doesn't matter whether you have Republicans in office, Democrats in office, causing all kinds of commotion. The markets will continue to push higher. Um, and when I say markets, I'm not just talking about the stock market. I'm talking about all the markets, the broad market, small companies, mid companies, uh, large companies, international companies, commodities, bonds, all that kind of stuff. And so that's why we always preach this active wealth management strategy. Most of the people that I'm talking to are really concerned about the change in the administration. Mm -hmm. Most of the people that are coming in my office are scared. Change in itself is very scary, right? Yeah. Any type of change. But when people feel like they're on loose ground, they really don't know what's going to happen, what's going what's to transpire. They're nervous because all they hear is that that far left rhetoric. I truly think this is a great opportunity for Biden and our leaders to step up and try to be more moderate and bring the country together. And that's what I'm most hopeful for. Now, some people out there listening might think I'm crazy, but I'm hopeful for that. Regardless, the markets drive on. We're Main Street, right? We, we're not Wall Street. We're Main Street folks. We're not Wall Street folks. But Wall Street endorsed Biden. I mean, they, they got a massive amount of campaigning dollars for the Biden campaign for a lot of different reasons. But but um, markets love government spending because that's going to be a lot of dollars flowing into the economy. Typically, the Democratic Party does spend a lot of money, and that's why we're talking about this big stimulus package. A lot of good positive things, I think, that we need to focus on. We look at over 300 economic data points that enter into our models 
And all those data points are really improving and getting better. So this is positive stuff. So it's amazing how much of an impact on people's perspective and their psyche right now, their confidence level. And what we're talking about here, folks, is this has a direct impact on your retirement plan and your retirement planning because you got to be ever vigilant. You have to constantly be focused on, is your plan working? Does it need to be tweaked? Let's evaluate potential changes in the new administration, like higher taxes. How's that going to impact your portfolio? I think it's important to just kind of dial that down, turn off that rhetoric and take some time and focus on you. I think this is a great time to just focus on yourself, your family, your and your retirement plan. Get your finances in order. You know, Let us help you with some of those questions that may be lingering and it's going to be okay. Trust me, we're going to get through this. This is America. It's a great country. The markets are extremely strong. We're still the bellwether of the world for the financial markets. So just have full faith in that. Randy and I kind of people are always like the cup is half full as opposed to half empty. Or sometimes and it's bubbling over. Even. Sometimes it's bubbling <laughs> over. I think that's just really, really important to, to get focused up on that. Sometimes people hear active management and try to think that as market timing and really not trying to time the market to where we're not trying to look at your portfolio and squeeze every last nickel um, out of that particular holding until we shift it. Historically, not everything can continue to go up. You know, all these stocks have cycles, you know, and the economy has cycles. And so if you understand those cycles and how they all work together, you can have an actively managed portfolio that will allow you to rotate in and out of sectors. You won't always get the highs, but hopefully as things start to, before they start to fall, you'll get back in when things have, have, have um, dropped back down again. So yeah. and that's what active management is all about. If you understand the cycles, you can actively manage your portfolio. We can actively manage your portfolio to allow you to always be on the upper end of all those cycles. No, you make some great points. A couple of things. One, certain markets get really hot. Like right now, the real estate market in Florida is really hot, really hot. But other times it's not so hot, yeah. right? And so it's going to have its heyday and it's going to have its day where things pull back. And it's the same in the markets. You know, you're going to have growth stocks are been really hot, but they're going to not be so hot. And the other thing that you alluded to is asset allocation. So there's a study out there. I'd love to show you the chart, folks, if you just email me or go to my website and hit, click set an appointment, that 94% of your overall return and success in your returns come from asset allocation, not from selecting individual stocks or individual mutual funds. That's not how you build success. It's not about picking the winners. It's mm -hmm. about having that broad asset allocated portfolio. Because think about this, if you're on a roller coaster ride, which is all growth, you're going to be going up really high and then down really you know, fast. We want to get you off the roller coaster because you're going to be some ups and downs <laughs> a little bit here and there, but it's going to be nice and comfortable rolling ride. So uh, great point. We're going to take a quick break. A lot of information has been shared. A lot of wisdom has been shared from the fine folks at Take Point Wealth Management. So keep your eyes on the horizon, folks. The Diversification, allocation, normalization is what we're talking about. And we're going to continue right after a short break from our sponsor, our fine friends at TakePoint Wealth Management. Maybe back. Eric Arnett is an investment advisor representative for Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC registered advisor. TakePoint Wealth Management, this station, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideals and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered for tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with their professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Thank you, JW. We're going to talk more about the smart plan, but we talked about the smart risk side of the plan. Eric, talk to us about the smart safe side of the plan. Yeah, so the smart plan overall, um, we feel 
as though some portion needs to be in that smart risk, which is a tactically actively managed portfolio. And then the other side of the equation is utilizing what we call the smart safe side of the plan. And that's really utilizing index annuities. It may be more than one index annuity. I mean, mm -hmm. it could be a laddered portfolio of, of annuities. So it just depends on each individual that comes in and, and how we tailor that for them. But let's pause there for a minute because yeah, you mentioned yeah. it depends on each individual. And I want to stress that point out mm -hmm. that you know, when you come in and meet with Eric and I, we don't just have a, a cookie cutter plan. One plan fits all people. We sit down with you. We spend hours going over the over your your financials, your investment statements, your tax returns. We put together a custom plan that's going to meet your needs in retirement. So I, I mean, interrupt. I no, no, to, that's a great to, point. I mean, you got to you got to point that out because a lot of investment management firms or mutual fund companies or wherever you have your money placed, they just have one blanket approach for everybody. They don't know you from Adam. Mm -hmm. It might be a 20 year old person or 80 year old person and they're in between and they don't know your situation. So it's just a blanket approach. We take sometimes a couple of months with the client developing these customized plans. So there's a lot of time and effort goes into it and it's perfectly matched for that person's situation or that family. So I'm glad you actually pointed that out. So And the plan can actually change over time as the clients as a client goes through life and as their needs change, the plan is altered to fit their needs at that time. Absolutely. So the smart safe side of the equation is really utilizing safe investments like index annuities, fixed annuities, trying to create that guaranteed pension in the future. So we can create a personal pension for you on that side of the equation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to have that as a good backup and, and also acts as a great anchor of your overall portfolio. So yes, it does. you can generate your own pension income that is guaranteed by the claim paying abilities of, of the of a highly rated annuity company or life insurance company. So we always screen for the top rated. We always screen for the ones that are paying the best rates. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of technicalities here to get into, but there's cap rates, there's participation rates. You got to be careful. I was talking to a guy the other day and he was working with a big brokerage firm and they only recommended one annuity to him. One really? annuity, because guess what? That company was in bed with that annuity company and that was the only product that they wanted to push and that's the product that they were getting the highest compensation on, right? Amazing how that Amazing works. Amazing how that works. <laughs> and he's like, wait a second, you know, you just showed me an illustration where this index annuity that you're recommending even has some guarantees on the income roll up and the one they put me in, they told me that was like the best one. I mean, I'm like, you know, so. A lot of that going on. So that gets into being an independent advisor, being an independent fiduciary. We don't work for anybody. We but work for you. Exactly. So, so you're, you're telling me we should chop around? <laughs> we shouldn't take just one person's advice? Absolutely. 100% uh, JW. Yeah, in fact, we had a guy come in the other day. He's shopping around and, and he said, look, I love what you guys are saying, but I'm also going to go interview a couple other folks. And I said, absolutely do it i encourage absolutely. you to do it. that's what you should do I'm trying to encourage you to, to to move forward and get, and get some new fresh ideas in there so we always evaluate the insurance carriers there's third-party uh, evaluators like s p moody's am best and so we're looking for the best financial solvency ratio of the annuity companies you have to be careful of that they got to be good strong companies um highly rated Carriers are considered triple B or above. Uh, many A or A minus ratings out there, and so those are really good, strong companies. More important than the rating is the financial solvency ratio. You know, I'm glad we're going to touch on this 
I think it's something like something that people don't really understand when they think about annuities, and they have, don't really understand how safe their money is when they invest into annuities compared to the bank. So, yep. walk us through that, please. Yeah. So we are constantly educating folks, and and once again, conventional wisdom is the barrier that we have to break through, but. Folks have been always sold this for years, yeah. for years and years before. I mean, we had good annuity products out there. The the banks with the FDIC guarantee was a great guarantee, but now with the way insurance companies have have evolved, annuities have evolved. I think there's a there's much better products out there when it comes to annuities, and so I think that I re- highly recommend that people don't focus on the FDIC guarantee right. and focus more on you know the other, like you say, the financial solvency of well, the company they're investing in. Well, yeah, I don't know if you if folks know this or not, but if you invest in a bank CD or a money market, the FDIC reserve requirement is only 3 to 10%. So okay? what's a reserve requirement mean? Yeah, so basically uh, when banks have your deposits, right, they have to have a certain percent of those deposits um, in reserve mm-hmm. to, to back that up. But think about it, 3 to 10% of the bank's deposits not much. Not much, right? So, and guess what? FDIC insurance, is, there's not enough FDIC insurance out there to insure everybody's deposit at the bank. So the banks have us kind of fooled or duped, and there's been a veil over our eyes for years that, oh, if you just put your money in the banks, it's safe. And guess what? Guess what? Why they're telling you this? Because they're taking your money, and they're lending it out on the street at 6 8%. Mm-hmm. So they're making a massive spread on your money, folks, uh, because they're preying on your fear. Bottom line, they're preying on your fear. I want to share a real-life example. Sure. I had a conversation with a client the other day about this exact topic. I said, Apple. We, we all know about Apple, and they've probably got 75 or $100 billion or more sitting in, in, in the bank or in cash reserve. So Apple's not worried about the FDIC guarantee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and most of these large companies can't worry about the. They got too much cash to to manage and to have on hand to run their businesses. So, I hear again. I'm not saying we shouldn't look for safe investments. I'm not saying the FDIC the FDIC guarantee is a bad thing, but don't put a lot of confidence in that, and don't just use that as your sole decision when you're mm-hmm. making a safe investment. Well, the big difference right now with investing your money in insurance companies and these different products we're talking about is that these insurance companies are actively working with your money to improve your life and improve your lifestyle mm-hmm. and add money to your bottom line. They're working for you. They want to make money to put dump into your interest bucket because that's how they're going to retain you one as a client, but they also want to make money too, right? And the insurance companies are much safer than the banks. So a bank, uh, an insurance company by law has to have 100%, 100% of their annuity deposits on reserve okay 100 they also by law have to invest your money in u.s treasuries which is the the benchmark for the safest investment in the world right so the, mm-hmm. they they put your money into u.s treasuries they it spits off interest and then they use that interest to buy options on the different indexes that are out there stock indexes so your money guess what your money's never, when you put your money with these insurance companies, it's never invested in the markets. It's never put at risk, okay? And it's also backed 100% with a 100% solvency ratio, okay? So 
Um, and and then they take that money and they're trying to work it and make money for you. And so when what they do is when they make the money on the markets, they give you a portion and they retain a portion. And it's usually a fair split for their efforts. But the bank isn't doing that for you. No. <laughs> the bank's not working your money other than making money on you. So it sounds like they want to charge interest on your money. Why would you pay interest on your own money? Yeah, the banks want to pay you half percent of percent and, right. l- and lend it out at four or five percent. Right. Yeah, so they're, they're not giving you... Unless you're paying to use your own money or to get access to your own money. It's, why would you want to do that? I want to have control Great over question. my money. Yeah. <laughs> that question again. <laughs> why would you do that? Why would anybody do that? The great thing is, is think about this. So inside those index annuities, which we love, right? Mm-hmm. Your money's never at risk. The principal's 100% protected. And if the markets go up, guess what? You win. Mm-hmm. But if the markets go down... You don't lose a dime. Exactly. And so how is that not better than a bond? You know, or how is that not even better than taking the risk in the stock market? That's what in my book I talk about what is your financial speed? Guess what, folks? If you don't need to earn 8, 10, 12, 14, 15% to reach your goals, then why the heck are you taking that risk? And But at the same token, why are you having your money sitting in the bank making nothing? Um, So the happy medium is these type of strategies where you can make five, six, seven, eight percent on average and not have to take any risk. And if that helps you achieve your goals and you can sleep at night and don't have to worry about it, all this fear that maybe might be out there and you don't want the banks making money on your money. Um, when's the last time the bank did you any favors? Call us, educate yourself. We're happy to spend as much time as it takes. I'll do 20 Zoom meetings with you. I don't care. I just want you to be educated. I want you to understand it. And then I want to empower you to be the leader of your own finances and lead your family to and through retirement. You know, mm-hmm. get control, folks, as opposed to all these other people controlling your money. The banks are controlling your money. The mutual fund companies are controlling your money. You have no control. Let's teach you how to control it. And you make the decisions and learn. And you become the expert and the leader. How's that sound? Mm. I said on one of our earlier shows probably several months ago that it's amazing how much time people will spend throughout the course of a year planning their vacations whether they take two three four weeks a year in vacations when it comes to retirement which they'll spend years and maybe decades in they spend little or no time planning for retirement and so um i think it's time we change our way of thinking and and, and need to plan need to spend time to your yeah. point eric you know the way you take control of your finances is you educate yourself you learn you sit down with professionals that will take the time to teach you and that take the time to educate you so even though you're working with somebody you'll be a part of the process and this will be your decision that you're going to help help we're all going to make together but ultimately be your decision and here again, you're taking control of your finances. Yeah, whether we're in a Zoom meeting or you actually come in the office and sit with us, I'm going to sit there right in front of you. I'm going to run an illustration with these different companies and just these different products, and I'm going to show you mm-hmm. exactly how it works and how it looks. No one's going to try to sell you anything. You just relax, great atmosphere, learn, educate. I mean, that's what we love to do. That's why we do the webinars. That's why we do the seminars. That's why we do this radio show. I feel like if people can truly be educated and truly understand really what it is that's going on out there to empower these folks to, to understand and make their own decisions, that's the beauty of it. you know. Because guess what? The banks don't want you to know. Wall Street doesn't want you to be educated. They want you to continue to fall into that conventional wisdom trap so they can utilize your money to make money for themselves. Guess what? The banks are getting richer. Wall Street's getting richer. 
ask yourself, are you getting richer? Is Main Street getting richer? Uh, Absolutely. Come on. Good question. So anyways, yeah, I mean, we're just passionate about it. And um, for years, I mean, I've written articles. I've written books about it. Yeah. Just call me and I'll help you guys out or do your own research. Um, just like anything, don't believe what you're told. Don't believe what someone uh, has pumped into you. Check yeah. it out for yourself. Check it out for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to talk about the rule 100, the 4% rule. These are things that folks always kind of bring up to us and kind of mm -hmm. want to understand a little bit better. So, okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with your friends and mine. Take point wealth management, Eric Arnett, Randy Woodruff. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Take your free financial analysis, investment, tax, trust estate planning, insurance services, business advice from someone with your best interest at heart, truly. Contact Eric Arnett, Take Point Wealth Management, 352-616-0511. TakePointWealth.com, take it from me. Take Point Wealth Management is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered advisor. There you go. Take it from me. You heard it from me. Derek Arnett, Randy Woodruff, and the entire team do the same by giving them a call at 352-616-0511. As Eric says, no one's going to force you into anything. They just want to educate you. And that's what they've done well. And we do appreciate all the information they bring to the table. I've heard words this morning already like tactical, active, safe secure smart perfect guarantee even an anchor and that was thrown out there as well so anchor yourself to your future to make sure that it's safe secure and once again we're going to turn it over to eric arnett lead advisor retirement planner along with randy woodruff to finish this show jw thank you at the end of the last segment eric brought up two great topics we're going to talk about here the first one is rule of 100 so eric walk us through that please yeah, so we often hear this and folks come in and it's sometimes, what's the proper mix of investments mm -hmm. for me at the point that I'm in? And I've heard this rule 100. So quite simply, rule 100, it's a term and a, a strategy that's been put together by financial experts over the years, but simply states that individuals um, should hold a percentage of stocks that is equal to 100 minus their age, right? Mm -hmm. For example, if you're 60 years old, and you subtract 60 from 100, you're going to have 40. So we're kind of recommending you stay around that 40% in stocks and then 60% in fixed income assets like index annuities or bonds. Because quite frankly, if you're 60 and we have a significant correction in the markets or even some short-term volatility, it's going to impact you a lot more than it is, let's say, a 40-year-old. So for exactly. instance, a 40-year-old, you subtract from 100, you have 60. So they're saying, hey, 60% 60, 60 in stocks. Well, if a 40-year-old experiences a 2008 like we did, he's got plenty of time to make up, right? Mm -hmm. But I saw in 2008 when I was managing money in 2009, People right around that age of 60 had so much risk. They had way too much risk in their portfolio, caused them a lot of stress, sleepless nights. And in fact, they're so fearful that eventually would just capitulate, sell everything and go hide in the woods somewhere and put the money in a mattress. And, and guess what? That means that you've permanently lost that investment. You've dramatically affected your retirement because I'll show you when you come in or we do our Zoom meeting, I'll show, I'll show you some charts and some calculations. Like if you lose that kind of money, 
plus you're taking money out as maybe a withdrawal to live on in the first five years of your retirement, if you experience any negative downturn like that, it has a dramatic effect on the back end of your retirement. You could potentially see yourself running out of money. It's so important to get it right in the first five years and to have a good solid plan that can weather all storms. And so that's just kind of a basic example. And it doesn't necessarily apply to everybody. It's mm-hmm. kind of like we were talking about this one individual that just kind of applies blanket terminology to every person out there when he's uh, giving investment advice. True. We don't feel that that's the way you treat people. We customize everything. So it may be where we have an 80 year old man come in and says, listen, I've got plenty of money. I've got plenty of pensions. This money's set aside for my, from, for my grandkids put me in 100% stock here. Okay, that's different. We're talking about most retirees where they have the majority of their nest egg is something that they're going to rely on to get them to and through retirement and even potentially have to live on or draw on at some point. So pretty good rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to balance the money between good, strong index annuities and good, strong tactical asset management to where you kind of have the best of both worlds. And then on the tactical side, very well diversified. And even on the on the index annuity side, diversify with different strategies and companies because every index annuity out there has a different uh, crediting strategy or mm-hmm. a different index in them. So we're really creative with it. I love creating it. When someone comes to me and just has like a hodgepodge of accounts and mutual funds and they don't really know what's going on and, what, and taking that and kind of creating a nice sound plan that they can understand and and you get them on track and now they're like okay i get it i see it okay this is going to work and predictability we need more predictability right Mm -hmm. so we take the plan and then we stress test it we throw a thousand scenarios at it it throws out predictability predictability percent so we can tell you like look based on a thousand different scenarios that we throw at this you have a 95 percent chance that we're going to reach the goal that you're and have success or people come in they might only be 50 percent chance of success so we can tweak things and change a few things and drastically improve that because number one volatility Mm -hmm. Risk, which is the measure of risk, taxes, and fees, those three things are going to slowly eat away at your retirement. They're the silent killers. They don't just jump up and say, here I am. Look, I'm doing this to your portfolio. It's a slow kind of death. And so you got to be really careful of that. Taxes eat at you. Just barely nip at you. don't really realize, but over time, more and more eating into your retirement. I I fall back on personal experience. One of my whys and the reason that I'm in this business and love what I do is it hits right home. My grandmother, when she retired, my grandfather passed away. And this is like back in the 70s, folks, uh, bought these bonds called Tennessee Valley Authority bonds, right? And probably somebody out there has heard of them. And they were paying high interest rates, six, seven, eight percent. So my grandfather had all his money in those bonds because he wanted safety and a, and a good yield. Well, my grandmother was like 70 years old and she never made a change in her portfolio ever um, and was drawing money out of it. And by the time she was 82, 83, she was out of money and had to come home and live with my parents. Um, and my parents had to support her. And she was devastated by that because she lost her autonomy and her freedom and independence. And my mom and dad were like, they didn't want my grandmother living with them, even though they loved her so much. It was difficult. They had to take care of her. So she wasn't able to take care of herself anymore because of improper planning and, and just holding one investment for the long haul. And those bonds all of a sudden weren't the best bonds in the world and they lost value and they just paid out and she ran out of money. So she was too conservative, um, didn't have other things in working in her portfolio, didn't have equities, didn't have index annuities, like just 
that kind of hit home with me and kind of was the reason why I thought to myself it would be a great business for me to get in so I can help folks uh, alleviate that. I had a similar situation, not when I come to a family member, but with a client just back over 20 years ago. new client comes in, an older gentleman, and he had almost his entire wealth, well over a million dollars, tied up in GE stock. Wow, yeah. Yeah, almost the entire. And GE back in the 90s and for the better part of the first, uh, I'll say first decade of 2000, was a great stock, performing very well most of the time paying out dividends, stock values going up. And I was encouraging him that you need to begin to rebalance your portfolio, take some profits off, pay some taxes. Don't like paying taxes, of course, but you need to get some balance here because everything is concentrated in one position. And over time, there were some management changes or decisions at GE and the stock price began to shrink. Dividend payout got cut, 9-11 hit. Basically, they quit paying dividends for the longest time. I haven't really stopped following the stock price specifically, but I know for several years there, there it had a major impact on his financial freedom because he was so concentrated in that one position. So yeah. we talked earlier in the show about buying and holding. Eric, you just brought up a personal experience. I've got a situation with a client that happened 20 plus years ago. These uh, strategies that we may have been discussing decades ago with mom and dad and grandpa and whoever else don't always apply to today so no it's a different world it really these is. new rules yeah. here we're talking about should definitely be at, at least i want to say adhere to but they should be given some yeah. um, some thought well and that's what we were talking about earlier in the show right think about it this is innovation like mm-hmm. the the marketplace of investment companies and annuity companies they're they're constantly you know innovating new tools every day i mean those guys are constantly thinking of ways that we can get better and constant ways that we can track folks dollars to give them a better turn to, to beat the other company because it's very competitive mm-hmm. right there's a hundreds and hundreds of companies out there trying to get your money so they got to be competitive right so they're always innovating they're always changing new tools will come to the table and, and that's why you and i are like real students of the game and we're constantly educating ourselves going to events where we're learning more about products and we have a constant every week we have an educational meeting where that we're getting pumped with new products and ideas and so it's it's you got to stay in the game you have to be innovative and that's what americans do getting back to what we're talking about we're innovative people we can find ways to reach your goals in retirement no matter what the environment is very true let's touch briefly on this four percent rule that I see you have sitting here next to you as well. We're getting run out of time, so let me whip through this one. The 4% rule, you've probably heard about it, but it's kind of a rule that economists and financial planners have come up with. It's what what amount should I withdraw off my retirement so I can safely maintain that principle and be able to never run out of money. And so it's kind of a good a rule of thumb. You know, mm-hmm. I like the 4% rule. In other words, if the value of your portfolio is a million dollars, you know, taking 4% or 40 grand a year, you should be fine because even if we are invested to earn around six to eight percent you got to remember folks there's inflation out there right and inflation's two three percent a year so we have to have a little buffer in there to grow with inflation because you're going to need more money 10 years from now from your portfolio than you do now mm-hmm. because of the rising costs and inflation so i love the four percent rule uh sometimes maybe we'll stretch it out to five percent if we have to but that's really a good safe number to withdraw off your portfolio to where it'll last throughout your retirement years and be able to live comfortably and also to fight inflation as well so yeah i think that's not a bad rule to follow i see some folks they may need eight ten percent and that's just what it is it is what it is and Mm -hmm. but and we show them okay that's what you need to live on but here's how it's going to look 10 years from now potentially and we'll do our best to try to keep up with that but 
maybe we find other ways to um, reduce expenses, reduce fees, okay? If we can reduce fees, expenses, and taxes, maybe we can get you closer to that goal or what your need is. So in general, that 4% rule is a pretty good one to live by, I believe. You mentioned reducing fees and taxes and other expenses. And the folks we have on our team that take point, not just you and I, but mm -hmm. other folks that can also help you reduce your expenses and somebody to come in and talk about reverse mortgages. Yep. And that was a great, it's a great product. We've had somebody coming in talking about Medicare. We had a couple of Medicare experts talking about you know, potential ways to save Medicare premiums in retirement. So yep. Yep. we've had people talk about estate planning. Yep. You know, there's a, people think that unless you've got a huge estate, 10, 15, $20 million estate, there's no need, need to do estate planning, but there actually still is. Absolutely. There's a lot of money you can save, your heirs can save, you can make your estate very easy to transition to your heirs with proper estate planning and proper trust planning. Yeah, boom. Think about being able to transfer some of that wealth in a tax advantageous way. Exactly. I had folks talking about real estate, yep. the real estate market right now mortgages. So please come see us here at Take Point Wealth Management. We have a well-rounded team of people, not just Eric and I, but other professionals across multiple disciplines that can really help you structure your financial, legal portfolio, your assets to help you achieve that stress-free retirement. Yeah, it's kind of a one-stop shop. It is. There you go. Yeah, it's like the big box store all under one roof. You can get it right there with Take Point Wealth Management. So once again, we appreciate the guests in our studio. Of course, Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner, and Randy Woodruff, CPA, part of that team that's there to help you and take point on your retirement. Folks, once again, give them a call now, 352-616-0511. If you have a question, email it in, info, I-N-F-O, at takepointonretirement.com. And, of course, Google TakePoint. Get in touch with the folks, TakePoint Wealth Management. They're here for you. And we'll be here next Saturday for you as well with TakePoint on Retirement. Thanks, y'all.